Today is day 22 of 21 <laughs> days of prayer and fasting. We did it, folks. Mm. 21 days behind us. Um, I'm here in the studio once again with Stacy Tafal, and just mm. to say, welcome home. We did it. What a season, Stacy. Three, four Gosh. weeks of this, and I, I have so many personal reflections. I've had so many conversations, but uh, and I know that mm. so many of you have listened to this, and we thank you for that. Thanks for participating. I'm curious, Stacy, just what have you heard from folks uh, as you've oh, talked among these three weeks? What are, what's been the feedback? What's been some of the reflections that folks have had? Well, I've loved that they have spanned the gamut yeah. of things. Um, we recognized straight out of the gate that a lot of us, myself included, we are fasting novices. There were no professionals really amongst us. Um, and so some of the things that I've heard have been, oh my goodness, I'm growing and God is changing me and he is he is doing things and I'm alert to what he's doing. And from that side of things to, wow, I'm I'm really hungry and and maybe a little mad yeah. all the time. Yeah, you said people growing. I've heard people mm-hmm. groaning. <laughs> Literally their stomach's groaning. Uh, same for me. I, I've sat with folks. I've loved sitting with folks uh, at the onset of this who were just so timid about it. And, yes. and so, can I do this? I've never done anything like this mm-hmm. before. And then circling back with them and saying, that was so fruitful. And I'm not even quite sure what the fruit was yet, yes. which I've loved that too, mm-hmm. right? Just the the anticipation or the curiosity of what's going to come of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's been really fun to see. Yeah. I and I, I think one of the, we've gotten comments at different times that that have made me so cognizant of the fact, and it's comments really from our own people, from our team mm. saying, hey, um, we need to reinforce that you do not have to do this perfectly yeah. because we learned that we couldn't do it perfectly. Yeah. You know, snowmageddon happened. Yeah, that's right. And everybody just wanted to bake and eat cookies yeah. <laughs> yeah. and drink hot chocolate all day. Or maybe that was just my household. Yeah. And there were times that we learned, what I love is that we learned to um, to follow the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hear people, Sam and I worked, and he's sitting here in the studio with us, but we worked on a video and just all of the different things that people fasted from and gave up and what it revealed in their lives. But but I think through it all, seeing that there was a new way that we were led. I, I love that Eugene Peterson talks about unforced rhythms of mm. grace, that people were so set on, here's how we're going to fast. And then they also were able to create space for when that didn't work for them That's or right. when they did have somebody in town or when somebody was snowed in. So if anybody's listening and has any kind of question mark next to, did I, did I do this right? Like <laughs> you did. You did. You yeah. did. For me personally, even I was telling Stacy before we started recording, just, uh, yeah, did not anticipate, you know, uh, 12 days at home. <laughs> With how during, many kids do you have? <laughs> we have five kids. So 12 of the 21 days, you know, basically stuck at home um, and had to give myself a lot of grace, had, had yeah. to reset several times. And I even have appreciated the fact that uh, I've loved hearing how people have participated in this. You know, we talked to some folks who would say, hey, you know, two or three days a week, I did not eat mm-hmm. from sunup from sundown. Other folks said, hey, I'm taking breakfast and lunch offer. Hey, I'm actually, uh, a lot of times, Stacey, I personally would fast lunch to lunch. Yes. So I would skip dinner and breakfast. Uh, and some folks, again, the very, I, I just love the creativity mm-hmm. and the variation. And to your point, if you're there, if you're listening to this and you're like, I made it to day nine, you know, before I broke, Come on. Uh, we would say, praise the Lord. And, yes. and you did it. And I, I do think this, Stacey, for all of us, I, I will speak for myself and the people that I've heard from, 
no matter if we did this well or we did this semi-well, I think what it has created, hopefully, in our body is this curiosity, mm-hmm. this awareness yeah. of this, not only just this this actual discipline of fasting, this practice of, of fasting, but what might come of it, the fruit that can come from a season like this mm-hmm. individually and corporately. Yes. You know, we are not about numbers here, but uh, we had over 800 of you at least mm-hmm. click on a button and say, we're interested in this. Mm-hmm. Our numbers tell us that over 500 of you daily were listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's not about us. That's actually about you to say, we did this together. And I think that's yes. a really cool thing. <laughs> that is a cool thing. And we said some of the fruit that we loved seeing is where fasting becomes more normalized and it's part of our culture. Um, Sarah is our minister to women and and she had an event during this time and she said she loved that one of the responses that she got, it was a dinner event, was I'll be there, but but I'm going to be fasting during mm-hmm. dinner. And we thought, what would that be like if it was just such a normal thing that, oh, you're not eating. Yeah. All right. That means that that person is seeking God in a specific way about a specific thing right. in that time. And then they, st- they stick out in our minds and we begin praying alongside them like, God, I don't know what they're seeking you for. I don't know what level of consecration they're aiming for, but... We just ask that you be all up in that in the way that you are. And I think that that has been a sweet piece of fruit that we've seen and hope to see even more of. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're with us and you're asking, hey, what's next here? You know, where do we go from here? Like, Lord, what are you up to? Mm. Well, we do want to kind of kind of invite you to a couple things that we do have coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, I, I'd love to, t- Stacey, yeah. if you don't mind, give us a little bit of that connection. You know, we talked about, if you were there on Sunday, we launched Delaney Driscoll, this brand new missionary Mm -hmm. that our church is sending. And you had such an interesting take on that. I'd love for you to share that a little bit. Yes. Well, when we created our 21 Days of Fasting webpage, one of the things that that we put on that page is from Acts 13, verses 2 and 3, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And the scripture says, then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. Mm. And I get mm, a little bit teary because Delaney was in the works prior to 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yeah. But oftentimes I I think, man, I really want to be part of an Acts chapter 2 church or an Acts church where, where they saw... Um, signs and wonders where the Holy Spirit moved in power, where they had a front row seat to what he was doing among the nations. And it was the kindness of God Mm. to allow us to see that happen. And I called or I sent a text to Kyle early, early this morning that said, hey, are there still seats available for this coming Monday on February 5th from 630 to 830? We are having a dinner and launching, the mobilization team is launching Delaney. And so we want to invite people to that because we see that as the fruit of what God is doing in our midst. And my secret hope, because the work of mission is so dear to my heart, my secret hope is that we launch a dozen, yeah. two dozen, three dozen Delaney Driscolls into um, both local missions among the poor and among the folks who live at the margins mm. and globally. And so I would love to see that. And yeah. that's an invitation. Kyle said there's always going to be room at the table. Yeah, if you're interested in that, again, that's Monday night, February 5th. And that's you can look online on our website and register for that. We'd love to have you. In addition to that, um, we've been advertising this a little bit, but we'd love—we're uh, we're having a celebration. 
and we really are just calling it a 21 days a prayer and worship night. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like a trellis night, in, a encounter worship night mashup. Mash <laughs> uh, and that's going to be February 4th at 5 p.m. in the student room this coming Sunday. Uh, I, I will tell you this. We have asked our team, hey, you know, what? how many folks are we playing for? We don't know. Uh, we'd love to invite whoever would like to come. Mm-hmm. And if there's a uh, hundred of us there, uh, it's going to be great. If there's 800 of us there, we will make room. Come on. But I'm very excited, very uh, anticipatory about that. Um, so come and join us and, and see what God does there. And then we've also just been thinking uh, about things. What do we do from here? How do we collect these stories? We want to hear from you. I mean, mm-hmm. We've had conversations, but Stacey, tell us a little bit about some of that mechanism that we've thought through. Mm-hmm. We want to create a living archive. So, so often in the Old Testament, the call to the people of God is to remember the work of God. And we had to sort of look ourselves in the face as ministers and say, like, sometimes we're the problem. We we move from one thing to the other too quickly. And we want to be able to see and hear what God has done. So in the upcoming days, we're going to send out a Dropbox link. Yeah. And we want you to stand in front of your phone and record a 30-second video mm. saying, um, you know, God, I, I sat with, in the recording studio, Sam, and I sat with um, a dear young adult. And she said, God revealed to me my idols. Mm. And I don't know how Sam felt about that, but for me... I thought, well, man, idols weren't necessarily on the table for me. But you know, the next morning, God revealed idols to me because wow. she put language to it. And the the work of storytelling sometimes is you name something and then you build something around it. And so we want our people to see like, this is how God has moved among us, not among them, but among all of us. And so if that is a 30 second video that you upload or to Dropbox, if it if you are an artist and you want to paint how God moved in you during this time, if you want to just upload a Word document with some bulleted out points, right. if you want to take pictures, whatever that looks like, we want to see it. It matters to us so that we can collectively remember our first time out of the gate. This is what God did in us. And as Sam and I were with probably six or seven people on Sunday, It was astounding, the words that kept coming Mm. up, sustain, renew, reconcile. What were some of the other words? Restore. Restore. Like they were a lot of the re-words, right? And it's, God's always doing that. Sam, do you, can you remember? Just pop on. I think you got them all there. Um, I think awaken Mm -hmm. might've been one that came up. There was a lot of re-words. Yeah. A lot of word pictures too. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Bob talking about the river and the foundation. A river and a foundation. I'm like, come on. Those words matter. They they allow us to engage our holy and sanctified imagination. And not all of us, um, words words do matter, but not all of us learn just through words. Sometimes we need that imagery. And so much of the word is is painting images of of how we are to know God and walk alongside him. I mean, Jesus spoke in pictures. Mm -hmm. That's what parables are. Yeah. Mm makes me curious, just as you're listening to this, uh, has there been a word for you? Has there been a picture for you that, that God has unveiled? Um, and maybe that's something you want to share in this kind of archive that we're talking about. Or maybe it's something you want to come bring uh, to the altar on Sunday night uh, at our mm-hmm. 21 days yes. prayer and worship night uh, mashup, if you will. Mm-hmm. 
And, and so we would invite you to consider what this, what this time has been and uh, to praise God for what it hasn't been as well. Um, but we'd love to hear, continue to hear from you. So we'll send out a user guide of how to do that. And in fact, all these things will be linked in our show notes, both the registration mm-hmm. uh, to the dinner for Delaney, an invitation to the prayer and worship night, and of course, how to do uh, this archive thing. May I say just one last thing? Please do. The, the core verse that we centered around was consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And that is Joshua to the people of Israel. And that consecration then and now was for a purpose, was for the people of God to move into a new thing, right? That's why it was important for us that it, it happened in January. It's the beginning of a new year. It's the beginning of a new season in the life of the church um, every single one of these podcasts has given people the opportunity to reflect. And I think that as we end even this one, I just want to leave our people with, with the question, like, what is the new thing that he is moving you into? Oftentimes there has to be a releasing of one thing in order to receive something new. When When my friend Mercy talked about things that she was laying down, like, There are things in all of us that have to be broken off in order for us to become more fruitful. Um, I'm experiencing that in my own life. I got to day 20 and was like, I wonder if God's going to come through for me in the way that I've heard other him come through for other people. But he came through for me. And there were some neat things that as I sat with Elijah that I realized, oh man, this, this thing needs to be a little bit different. And this thing needs to be released so that I can receive and step into the new thing. And so... If there's one thing that I would love is just for our people to to sit with that question, like, what is he moving you into as a result of this time of consecration? And what is the thing that you have to release in order to take up and receive from the Father? And we we need you to do that. We need every person in our church to to do that because we all belong to one another and... um, and so if that's, if we end there, that's, yeah. where, that's where my heart is for our people. Yeah. Let's, let's go hard after, after him and let's be continually being made new. Thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.